Welcome to Rich Conversations. This is another segment that we call Rich Answers, where I answer questions from past podcast guests, usually three to five, that they want to know about me or um, just my thoughts in general. And right now, I'm actually driving up to Wisconsin for my little brother's wedding. My little brother is getting married. And so I'm in my car, I'm driving. This may be like the first and only that we do while I'm driving episode because uh, I'm thinking about selling my car. Word on the street is that the used car market is lucrative because like everything in America is kind of wonky right now economically and like supply chain and stuff. So uh, uh, I don't actually need a car because I live in Chicago, but it is nice to drive up to Wisconsin whenever I want, um, which is nice. But again, a luxury. So. Uh, you guys want to play some music? What do we have? So we have CDs. <laughs> I have some CDs. Uh, let's see, Beatles. We have the early, you know, Live at the Hollywood Bowl, uh, early takes, Rubber Soul, Revolver, Katy Perry. Uh, we have two One Direction albums. Uh, oh, this is one of my favorites. Future Sex Love Sounds by Justin Timberlake. That's 2006 right there. Uh, Usher, Confessions. This is like 04, great. Uh, we got Wake Up. This is like a John Legend and uh, The Roots. Great, great album. Uh, and of course, you all know Thriller by Michael Jackson. Uh, we have some Timbaland. We have some Justin Bieber Believe Acoustic. Great one. Um, what, do, what do we have in right now? Oh, Kanye. Graduation. Great, great album. Uh, okay, let's try to keep this PG-13, though. <laughs> let's do... Uh, uh, ooh, what do we want? Let's just do Thriller, right? That's a, that's a good one. All right, here we are. All right, so today's, today's questions are provided to us by Mohammed Hosayan. He's a photographer in Cairo, Egypt. Cairo, Egypt. And uh, he has about six questions for us. Uh, really good ones, really good ones. So we're gonna answer those while, while we're here driving. And the first question, uh, our episode too, by the way, was really cool. We had a really fun conversation about just like the art and philosophy behind photos and capturing the human experience within a moment, a single moment. Um, really cool. And, and a lot of his photos on Instagram are really awesome. I encourage you to check it out. Uh, we'll put it in the notes, the show notes. But let's, uh, let's get started. What's your favorite food? Great question. Very fair question. Um, I don't really have a favorite food, but I would say... Like, pizza, pizza you can't go wrong with. I love pizza. I love all different kinds of pizzas. Um, the last pizza I had was just like... 
New York style pizza in my neighborhood of Uptown. Uh, I think it's called like Reggio's. Uh, I wish I could remember it. It's actually the first time that I ate there. Uh, usually I go to, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, it's on, it's on uh, Broadway, you know, Sheridan and Lawrence. Uh, this is going to crush me. I don't remember the name of it. I haven't eaten there in a while. Ah, oh, man. But, um... Pequod's is great pizza in Chicago. Chicago, we're known for our deep dish. I actually prefer, like, New York style more. Um, in Chicago, people don't eat deep dish regularly. It's more of, like, a special occasion. Uh, when you're going out, you go to, like, Luminati's, Giordano's, Chicago's, Pizzeria Uno. Pizzeria Uno. I tried going to Pequod's, though. My, my parents visited... Um, like a month ago, uh, in in the city of Chicago. So I was gonna, we were gonna go to Pequod's. We get there at four o'clock. They say the next opening we have is nine thirty. So it's like five hours later. Uh, so we did go to Luminati's. Uh, my mom likes that place, but um, Pequod's I think is the best pizza in Chicago. Um, I like. All kinds of pizza. I like the margarita pizza. I like the pesto pizzas. Uh, I'm more of a sausage guy, not really a pepperoni. Whenever I go to my friend Jason's place, he's a big Pequot guy. And for special occasions, whether it's Super Bowls or, you know, Bucks games, Packer games, um, Pequots with pepperoni and jardinera. That's, that's what he usually orders. Which is pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, I would say pizza, favorite food. Number two, okay, a country or city you visited outside the United States and why? Okay, good question. Um, I've been outside the United States, but maybe like three and a half times. So the first time was when I was like, uh, 21 and in college I was in a fraternity and part of like the executive board and uh, I was able to like go to this leadership school that took place on like a cruise around the Caribbean and uh, so so it was like I didn't have to pay for, for anything because I got like a scholarship for it but Technically, I was on a beach in Cozumel, Mexico for like maybe three hours. So that's my first abroad experience. Uh, But I do remember like that like experience. Um, But I would say like the real one that I consider, I went to Spain in in 2017. And I consider this kind of like my first time. And uh, I went to Madrid, Barcelona, Sevilla, uh, Valencia, and uh, back up to Madrid, and that was incredible. I, I that's what I considered my first like out of the United States trip, and um, and why did I go there? This was April. I wanted I wanted to like 
I think go to Europe as my first time out of the country. So I want to go to Europe and somewhere a little bit warmer. So in April, to escape kind of the Chicago colder spring, I wanted to go somewhere warmer. And Spain, I think, was warmer. And it was. My sister studied abroad there. She studied abroad in Sevilla for like four months when she was in college. So I think I was familiar with it. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I feel like Spanish women are the most attractive Europeans. So, so I, I mean, that, I, that had to go into it a little bit, I'm sure. Um, and also my friend Felipe, who I'm sure all you guys know you've been like following the podcast he's been on three times during this time I would work the day shift at the restaurant and during those days the Champions League was usually on so this is like uh, like all the leagues around Europe the the best teams would play each other so like Real Madrid and Barcelona would be be uh, in that a lot so I think that was also kind of a reason why I wanted to go there because uh, I knew the soccer teams. And, and uh, Messi and Ronaldo were like the best in the world. So uh, I think that's why I chose Spain. Um, I'm keeping this, this episode brief, but I mean, we could do a whole episode on that Spain trip. That was one of the best days of my life was in Barcelona. Uh, I think Barcelona might be like my favorite city that I've experienced outside of the U.S. Um, the other time, okay, April 2018, uh, myself and three friends, uh, we went to Southeast Asia. We went to Hong Kong, uh, then Hanoi, Vietnam, and then Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. And then uh, Bangkok, Thailand, and Phuket, Thailand. Uh, And this is my friend. He he just got out of uh, med med school, and he was about to start his residency. And so he had like four, I want to say like four months in between. And he wanted to take this trip. And so he modeled this trip after like Anthony Bourdain episodes and like the food tours and stuff. And we had 10 days, so we, went, we took nine flights in 10 days. It was exhausting, uh, just all around Southeast Asia there. I remember the, the one night, the one night we could go out and like actually like go out, hit the town a little bit. We were, we were out, we were in Ho Chi Minh City and uh, we ran out of Dong. We ran out of the currency Vietnamese currency but like nothing was open where we could exchange what we had so we ran out of money and we had to go to bed early <laughs> on that night uh, so that was that was funny uh, that was I think Hanoi Vietnam when we first because we got into the airport and we're like on you know like we're driving right now on this is a highway but there they had this like highway and there were like no lanes and everybody's just like weaving in and out and there were like uh, a mother on a motorbike with her kid and the kid is holding like crates of 
of uh, mangoes or just like it was pretty wild and they're just like swerving in and out um, I still remember the smell I think smell and scent bring us back uh, to a lot of memories that we have and Hanoi we stayed in like old Hanoi and there were like no sidewalks there were no like street lights just like motorbikes just going everywhere and uh it was pretty intimidating so you have the the smell of uh street food and then smoke from the uh motorbikes and then it's like it's jungle so then um you know you have the smell of of the jungle in a way and uh that was different that was pretty different uh ho chi minh loved ho chi minh i love it was hot I liked, I liked that it was a hot, you know? Um, Hong Kong, wow, you could spend, we were only there for like two days. You could spend, Hong Kong is a pretty interesting place. That That's a lot of stimuli there. And I remember going from the airport, their airport is awesome. Um, going from the airport to our Airbnb. You hear like New York concrete jungle Hong Kong was this like whole other level. That was pretty wild. Um, Bangkok, I think we all agreed that we would we would have spent more time there. Okay, our our Michael Jackson is uh, skipping. What do we got now? Okay, we got Thriller. Um, Bangkok, uh, would spend more time in, for sure. The beach in Phuket was really cool, too. Uh, Christy Lau was on our podcast, and she goes to all the beaches in Thailand. And she said, like, Phuket is actually, like, like the least cool one, <laughs> I guess, or the least beautiful of them. Um, it was beautiful to us, though. That was really a fun trip. Uh, it was exhausting. It was, it was, man, we did so much in 10 days. That's like the most I've ever done in my life in 10 days. Um, kind of felt like rock stars. Like a lot of my friends are on tour uh, and they, they're musicians. And it's like, man, it is a grind. And so that's, that's what it kind of felt during that time. And then I went to Paris in 2020. And the reason I went to Paris, I always wanted to go to Paris. Because I love history and, and art. But it was actually the Milwaukee Bucks were scheduled to play there. The first ever NBA game played in Europe. And when I go to Bucks games in Milwaukee, people from all over the world, it's like skipping again. <laughs> uh, people from all over the world are like sitting next to me. And, you know, I've met people from the Netherlands and Greece and, and other areas in Europe because they want to see Giannis play. And so it brings them to Milwaukee in the Midwest where I'm from and uh, the values that have raised me. And I'm very proud of that. So I wanted to see how people in Paris would respond to, uh, you know, our guy Giannis over there. And that's why I went. So I went and this was like, what, two months before the pandemic? So I got that in before uh, 
before the world changed quite a bit. And uh, Paris, I have my own thoughts on Paris. It's like contradictory to the, the values I kind of take on. Everything's all about like pleasure and luxury there, you know? And uh, Lakshman, who came on this episode, he's from India, but he's uh, like a physicist in Paris. And we talked about this, like the work ethic is quite different in Paris. <laughs> That's a really fun episode. You guys should check it out if you haven't seen it or if you've seen it or heard it. Uh, it's like, finally, someone understands, like, uh, just the, like, casualness of life, um, you know, and, it, like, I was there on, like, a working vacation, and, you know, the cafes, like, coffee, they stopped serving coffee at, like, 3 p.m., and they just, like, drink wine and smoke cigarettes, <laughs> it's like, you know, and then, like, none of the spaces are big, and there's, like, never any outlets, so I actually worked a lot of time in my the hostel I was staying at. Again, all these these trips are like entirely separate episodes, but uh, those are the three. I've gone out of the country, I would say three times. Three and a half, if you count that earlier one, um, technically, right? Uh, so those are, those are the ones. Definitely want to hit up Cairo, though. I want to hit up Egypt. I want to, I want to go everywhere. And so... You know, I'm making moves to do those things, right? Okay. Your favorite book and what kind of books attract you? Okay, so this is question number three from Muhammad. Your favorite book and what kinds of books are you attracted to? Um, I've, uh, it seems like Sacred Hoops is probably my favorite by Phil Jackson. Uh, I've read it five times. I've implemented a lot of the philosophy in there into my own life. And I've seen the results and it works. And I I recommend that book a lot. The other one is But What If We're Wrong by Chuck Klosterman. Chuck Klosterman, he's probably my favorite writer. And he takes a look at the present as if it were the past you know we always think we're so certain and we're often very arrogant about the only the time that we live in our own time that we live in but you know we don't know we don't know what we don't know right and it's um, it's arrogant not to actually consider that Um, so always be pushing curiosity and exploring your perspective, perspectives of the world, um, because there's always more to know and learn, and I've always kind of thought that way, and then he wrote this book where it's like, what if we take a look at the present as if it were the past, and like, what things stick around, and what things will probably emerge, um, those are probably my two favorite books. You know, I lent I lent out that book, and I haven't gotten it back yet. Kind of annoys me a little bit, but uh, yeah, those two. The kind of books that I like are 
I can tell books by the cover. And what I hate, what I will not read, is what I consider airport nonfiction. Where it's just, it's clear to me that these books are being written solely just to move print, like uh, to sell copies, like mass trends in society. And like, they're usually like half-assed written. Um, If they're like research ones, it's like they only research and find the data to like support their their arguments or whatever. It's very low level kind of reading. And you find these in like travel stores. That's why I say airport. It's like, hey, you got three hours on this flight. Like read this book. And um, you can tell the publishers, it's just like publishers getting money. And uh, books that have been around a while, like deep thinking books, um, I like a lot of nonfiction, history. Yeah, that type of stuff. Some classic literature, too. Uh, spiritual books, religious books. I've gone into those. Um, books that can help me, you know, really like, like I can trust that the knowledge and wisdom I'll gain from this book will help me in my journey moving forward. If, if I don't think it can help me, like, I don't bother reading it at all. I feel like I'm going to sneeze. Got <laughs> Got some napkins in my car. Okay. So those are the books that uh, I would read or I am attracted to. All right. Question number four. What kinds of sports do you do? Um, I'm athletic and competitive. So I've played like all, like a lot of the sports. Um, Football, basketball, and baseball growing up are the main ones. And in rural Wisconsin, rural America, those are are kind of the, the big ones that you do. I've played tennis. Um, you know, I've done track and I've done, I don't know, you put a, you put a uh, sports ball in my hand and some equipment and I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. I recently played softball on my brother's team as a DH. I was back uh, on the farm and uh my brother's like, yeah, you want to play? I'm like, sure. So I went uh, two for three, two RBIs, a run. We won. We beat the defending champs by two runs. So there you go. Uh, I like shooting around basketball. I just like to go by myself. And I find this more and more. It's very meditative to me. And I find talking to other people, they've... they have found it helpful to have activities athletic activities to um, to help clear their minds whether it's Vlad Yashin fencing or Gigi Flores ice skating like all these all these different things and activities just to get your body moving and to me 
I realized I just like shooting a basketball by myself on a hoop. My entire life, I noticed that as a pattern because I've always enjoyed doing that and have done it. Uh, so I go by the park by my apartment and I play or shoot around. Um, and then when I'm back home, on the in the barn. So uh, those are kind of the sports that I, that I do. Shoot around basketball. Question five. Question five is, why are you always curious about other cultures and cities? Great question. I would say that, like, I'm... I understand, and this comes from, I don't know, being a human being, right? Like, we're all human beings on the planet. Why? It's like we're all experiencing the human phenomenon, but just in different ways. And so for me, it's exciting to to learn how other people experience the world and experience living life because we have these very standard things right like we're human beings so we're gonna our emotions are all kind of the same and it's like the forms that we express those things in are interesting like the the art and that's like showing depicting a lot of these emotions but the styles are all different right or even uh, materials and clothing and silverware and just like everything like that uh, these are all activities like we all have to to eat we all like like art and expression and and fashion and like all these different things music right so that's always fascinating to me to to understand how other people experience it and in cities it's like how we live it and how our communities are set up and our environments, I think, has a big correlation to our measure of happiness and well-being. And with cities, I'm very curious with, like, urban planning. And I think this is going to be huge, 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 enormous in the 21st century. What I see happening is with the capability of remote working, people can live anywhere now. So now cities are going to have to compete to recruit talent. And so how your city operates and what you have to offer uh, is going to be pretty crucial. And so it's... I like exploring other cities to get ideas and apply them back in Chicago and uh, my home areas. It's like, just keep learning. Just keep learning. What do, what do I like that they do? Okay, cool. I'm going to steal that idea and apply it. It's very art. Uh, artists are always stealing from other people. And, you know, for cities, you just steal what other cities do really well and and that the people and the the people that live there and reside there appreciate and love like understand your own values you're not wanting to change those 
geographically wherever you are or where you're living but like how can we always get better and what are other cities and countries doing that we can then implement to help people that live with us right so that's why i'm always curious is like how do we how do other people experience things the human experience and um how can we improve our own experience and we can we can do that by learning from other people sharing ideas and um exploring our curiosity so that would be that's what i love about it and our last question from muhammad is what's your list for travel coming up it's a good one uh so travel domestically this summer i'm looking to go to uh, Arizona for a friend's bachelor party. Just be out in the desert. Th- that's exciting to me because I haven't. That's like a uh, what a topography or geography. I don't have much experience with is the desert uh, as far as terrains and things like that. So, so Arizona will be pretty interesting. Then uh, I think Mexico and. Uh, I want to do South America. So those those are the ones, those are the travel areas I'm I'm looking to most uh, coming up within a recent amount of the time frame. Uh, I'm anticipating within the next year. I hope if we everything goes well. Um, I feel a kindred spirit to people in South America. The Americas, we have such similar histories, uh, you know, with colonization and just like, I find in the conversations I have that, um, I don't know, there's just like this shared experience being in like the Western hemisphere and our time zones are all kind of the same. That's really, really nice. And uh, there's this emphasis on newness rather than history and having to like uh, be blocked in by history in a way the history only goes back so far so while you appreciate that history and you learn from it it's not like you have to like you know you can create your own history that's exciting to me Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to Uh, we got we got Arizona we got Mexico and South America that's what I'm excited for so thank you for providing these questions this has been uh, an enjoyable way to pass the drive and um, it's been fun it's fun to reflect on those things and uh, answer these questions so thanks for providing them and thanks for listening and watching have a fantastic day and keep pursuing your curiosity